Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to the We Got the Chocolates podcast. It's the sports podcast for the non-professionals. If you tried really hard to be good at sport, but never quite nailed it, you're in good company. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. <laughs> That's the cheekiest dig ever. That's so good. What is the point of a name tag if not to call someone by their name? Because I went into a restaurant this morning and had some brekkie and had that big sign up, practice social distancing. Oh, yeah. So I went, for, mate, I went and sat in the middle of an oval all day just to practice. And I tell you what, mate, I am so hungry. We, we came out hard early trying to rename the whole oval, but <laughs> we, 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 we didn't convinced us. Two, two signs will do the job. And now over to Lee, Sam and Mitch with the marvellous We Got the Chocolates podcast. All right, hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the We Got the Chocolates podcast. This is episode 59. I'm Lee. I'm Sam. I'm Mitch. And welcome, guys, and very well batted again, Mitch. 50 once more. Yeah. Guru yeah. on the weekend. In the big leagues, the six fours or something, but yeah. no. <laughs> that's right. That's what we want. Threw away another 100. Yeah, what yeah, did you do that for, Scott, it, honestly? Yeah, stinker shot. Sorry, boys. Uh, <laughs> and uh, has got some runs again yesterday, I think, but that uh, is your job after all. So, yeah, it's uh, what you paid for. <laughs> <laughs> Good news. To, not that surprising. Uh, what other news do we have from the week? Oh, you, uh, you got a couple of you got a couple of runs. I mean, didn't quite hit too many out of the middle of the bat, but came out in a challenging time. Yeah, no, not many out of the bat, actually. But uh, actually, you, you hit them... You hit the cricket balls better, even though you'd munged them. You hit them better than what I saw your golf swing the other day. I saw a video of your golf swing and it was poor. Ah, oh, that is, yeah, uh, that was a yes. stinker. Yeah, I like, saw that as well. I'm, I'm not a good golfer or anything, but I feel like my golf swing looks like I've actually picked up a golf club or, or a cricket bat or any <laughs> rack, racket and ball sport and played it before. It yeah, well, like, I picked it up and then hit the ground with it rather than hitting the ball. So yeah, that was uh, a really shit. Right, that was the problem. Yeah, so that was a problem. But um, um, Yeah, no, I, I saw that as well and I, I was down watching Haz in that, that Queensland trial game at, at Tigers on the weekend and I was bombarded with questions about where you were probably nine hours after that video went up on your Instagram story and I had to answer that you were probably still somewhere in the eighth hole, I would think. <laughs> there was a long round of golf. <laughs> kind of been good. Got through a in fact, I played with two other people, but they just left me. They were like, we yeah. can't wait for this guy. <laughs> no chance. So, yeah, no, that's true. Oh, I'm not sure what was... This was actually... Um, we had sort of Goaty. Uh, this is what he thought of my cricket on the week. <laughs> 
That was uh, straight after striking one out to deep mid-wicket that I tried to hit for six and mung for one. <laughs> I also tried to hit it through cover, didn't you? Yeah, I think I tried to hit it through cover as well, so that was perfect. Um, but what about Skinnold? I've got uh, a story from you for the weekend that rattled me, I thought, and I just wanted to see what has thought of it. Yeah, okay. You were at the Redland Sporting Club, mm-hmm. lovely venue, little fundraiser after after our game on the weekend, which we did yeah. happen to win, by the way. We spoke quite a bit extensively last week about sort of Fef and uh, playing against him and yeah. Goaty and so Redlands v Valleys on the weekend and Usman Kawaja was playing, Sam Hazlitt yeah. was playing, pretty big name <laughs> you might have heard of. Um, James Pearson, 100 in that game as well. So, I mean, there were plenty of plenty of state players playing. Wildermuth, Steckity, it was all happening. Yeah. Cameron big, Boyce. Big win for us, massive. Yeah. And the uh, the old Redlands Tigers got across the line. Yeah, well done. So, pretty impressive, that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what after that, in the post game, one of our sort of friends from the cricket club was waiting for his food at this establishment, and you just called out to someone waiting, as in a waiter. Yeah, yeah. You just called out, like, Sean, this guy hasn't got his food yet. And I was like, oh, Mitch, how do you know that guy? Like, did you go to school with him or something? And you were like, nah, I don't know. No, like, I didn't. Why did you call him by his first name? Why did you him like you were best mates? He's like, well, he's got a name tag on. <laughs> Yeah, you were rattled by oh, you, kind of, you I can't call them by their first name if you don't know them. Yeah. 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 Maybe, like, maybe if he's waiting on your table specifically and he's coming at the start of the night and said, hey, guys, my name's Sean. I'm going to be looking after you tonight. Maybe then you can. But, yeah, I don't know if you you know, you know call from across the room and you haven't seen him before. Okay. Well, across the room. He was at our table at the time and I just needed to get his attention somehow because this friend of mine had been bugging me about his meal the whole time, which I obviously knew nothing about because I'm not a chef or a waiter. But also, what is the point of a name tag if not to call someone by their name? Well, I think I think it's more to like put it on them so they don't do anything wrong because you know what their name right, is. You then. report them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even I've seen that guy was like when you addressed him by his name, he was like, "Whoa, whoa!" He was freaked out. <laughs> I don't know how you knew him. <laughs> they don't, no one remembers that they're wearing a name tag. Uh, yeah, good point. Uh, I'm sure they cop it a lot, but yeah. I mean. mm. All right, guys, moving on. Uh, one topic that has been causing a little bit of a side story is obviously the FOTS membership card debacle. Uh, we've got the cards printed. We failed to think about, and when I say we, I mean mainly me, uh, we failed to think about sort of the what would also be needed in terms of posting them out. That would be quite weird to just post out a little business card. So mm-hmm. I've designed a letter, which you heard last episode, episode 58. I don't need to read it again for you. Uh, it's all, well, at that stage I'd written it. Now I've actually designed it. I've showed it to you guys. You've seen it. You're pretty happy with it essentially, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, um, looking good. The next, I'm, I'm really happy. Uh, hoping it takes off after all the effort you put <laughs> yeah. into it. Yeah. Well, at least we know Aaron Parsons needs one, so we have one to send yeah, out. This at is least. true. Uh, so he's going to be sort of, I guess, he can be our demo. We'll find out what he thinks of it. Uh, but uh, I, I guess the next problem I've run into is now I feel like we can get it printed. Um, you know, maybe our friends at Officeworks can print it for us. Yep. What I'm really worried about is uh, how you then go about putting one of those cards, you know, we can get a new credit card like from a bank and it's just stuck on really cool. Like you can, yeah. you just peel it off and bang yeah. your cards there, ready to go. It's like a letter and it says, you know, get your pin and sign it and blah, blah, blah. And then, and then bang, your card's there. Yeah. Well, I want yeah, that yeah. on our FOTS card. Yeah, that'd be on good. Our letter. Okay. So, Does any of you know how to do it? Well, uh, certainly not. No, no, I'd be uh, I'd be hoping office works. I guess. Yeah, I've never done, oh, done an asking dial up, Just dial in office works. Like I'd already had their number prepared or something. Oh uh, yeah, if you, I mean, if you've got them handy, right, I'll bring them. Let's see if we can find out. Office works, Calva. Hey, uh, it's uh, Lee here, Lee from We Got The Chocolate. Sam and Mitch are here as well. We run a podcast. Uh, we're just wondering, do, do you mind answering a couple of questions for us? 
Yeah, that's all good, mate. It's all good. Awesome. Um, look, um, we've run into a little bit of a, a, an issue uh, in that we're actually handing out a friend of the show membership cards. So it probably needs no introduction yep. there. I'm sure you've probably heard of it. Um, but yep. wh- where our issue has you know, become apparent is that I have designed a letter that we're going to send with these cards, which uh, we're yeah. hoping that if I bring that down, you guys might be able to print it for us. Um, the only thing I'm wondering is, I'm unsure if you're familiar with the process. Sort of when you when you get like a new bank card, you know how they have it stuck on the bottom of the letter for you, and it sort of comes yeah. in the mail. You open it, bang, dearest uh, friend, here is your new bank card. Probably doesn't say friend if a bank's sending it to you, um, <laughs> but then you can you can peel the card off and it's ready to go. We're sort of after that type of setup for our membership card on a letter. Is that something that you can do for us? I mean, mate, we'd be able to print them pretty easily, but for the sticking, you'd be doing it all by yourself, <laughs> one by one. One by one. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have to be very frugal with how many we give out if we're sticking them <laughs> one by one. Say, depending on how many friends you have, you know, you could, you could be doing a lot. Wait, uh, you are not going the right way to receiving one, let me tell you that. <laughs> That's for sure. Okay, so uh, just to be all clear, printing yep. I can bring down and you'll have that printed in no time and it'll be looking nice. Schmick. Nice and easy, yep. Okay, that's easy. In terms of sticking, we're on our own. We might be able to sell you something. Other than that, we can't do it for you, no. <laughs> okay. You might have some sort of adhesive for us, do you? Bit of super yeah, exactly, one. exactly. I think, yeah, maybe we're like, that's surely something more efficient than blue tack or something. <laughs> 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 Okay. Well, we'll take that. Surely, yeah, I mean that's a win. We're, yeah, we're making progress. Yeah. Yep. All right. Excellent. Well, uh, we'll be coming down with our with our friend of the show letters ready to print. Outstanding. Well, that's great, mate. You've solved a, a massive riddle for us there. Thank you so is much. That, for is your that time. good? Oh, that's it. Good, mate. That's it. Enjoy the rest of your night. Uh, easy. Thank Have you. a good one, mate. Thank you. Yes, Brilliant. We're yeah. sorted. One step closer. Yeah, making progress. Probably yeah. hoping it was going to be easier for us, and we didn't have to stick them all ourselves. But yeah. I mean, yeah, not ideal. Also, I'm wondering what the adhesive will be because it's, I don't I know, it's a nice stretchy dot, thing. It's sticky dot things. Yeah, yeah that, that sounds like a formal yeah. name for it. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking okay. about. All right, moving on. <laughs> All right. So another another little little side story that's been going on recently is obviously uh, Lethal has been resold from the captaincy at, at the Redlands Tigers first grade team. Um, by Just Simon Walker, yeah. three from three, <laughs> yeah. we are now with yeah. the new captain. Yeah, coming back, um, and so so yeah, that was that was two episodes ago. And last week we had Joel on from the the Bracken Ridge Galars trying trying oh, to poach you over there the with a very very compelling offer. Um, and I, I briefly mentioned that I was interested to see what what Redlands Tigers would have as a counter offer. So we've we've reached out to to a representative from the Tigers. We've got Paul Lavender, vice president. We've booked in a time to have have a little live chat with him. So. We're gonna hopefully give him a ring if you if you don't mind, Lethal. Then you you just press the buttons, and I'll, I'll no, I was what are you doing? I was thinking I'd sort of act as your as your manager, Troy. So you just let me do. Well, so I'm not talking. No, no, no. Well, you're taking it. Yeah, I'll give it a crack. You had talking. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> you're gonna talk turkey on my behalf. You're, you're getting contract negotiations. Correct. Okay. I was sort of hoping that my manager might be slightly um, outgoing, but yeah, you could have <laughs> gone for hazmat. Obviously but. not. All right, let's try him. G'day, mate. Hey, Paul. It's it's Mitch from from the We Got the Chocolates. How are you going, mate? Hey, how are you, buddy? You good, mate? Yeah, yeah, going well. Just here with uh, Lee and Has, obviously. Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. Head on. How are you, boys? What are you What are you up to, mate? You sound like you're down at the club. You sound busy, mate. Dedicated my life to the club. <laughs> um, yeah, man. No, we're down here cleaning the uh, change rooms for the women's straight women's team that here tomorrow. Perfect. 
tomorrow and Wednesday. So, yeah, we've got to do the COVID clean. You know how it works. Yeah, 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 of course. Busy time at the moment, I can imagine. Um, yeah, so what are you boys up to? Well, we are, we're actually recording at the moment. You're live on, on an episode. Um, and we just wanted to reach out with you just to give you a bit of context of what's been happening. Lee's obviously been sure. resold as, as first grade captain. Um, yes. And then we've we've had someone. So like how he's not remotely surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's correct. That is correct. Um, and then we. Oh, had, mate, we had, what can you say? <laughs> and uh, and yeah, so we had we had Joel come on last week with a, an offer to try and try and poach him to another club, uh, not a first grade club, but the old Brackenridge Galars, um, who I'm sure you're very familiar with. Uh, so, Never heard of him, mate. No, no, neither did I. Uh, but that, that had a very compelling offer, and I, I mentioned in the episode last week that I was interested to see what uh, what Tiger's counter offer would be. And I know I haven't given you a heap of notice, but I, I sort of uh, took on the job of coming up with a couple of ideas myself. But I was, I was sure. interested to see if you if you had anything to say, mate. Um, so obviously, well, mate, well, a counter offer yeah, is probably not something that we consider as a club, mate. So what's what's on offer at the moment? What's on the table? Yeah, well, well what I was thinking was was obviously, I mean, if you've been been keeping up with the, the it, yeah, what was games. their offer? Let's go through their offer, Brackenridge. Brackenridge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was it? It was. I mean, it was really exciting. You got to like bat at number seven. Yeah, bat in the bat in the top seven. Yep. So seven. Yep. seven. <laughs> not, wow. not wicket keep. Not wicket. Couple, not keeping. Yeah. Couple, couple of left arm <laughs> orthodoxes if you're lucky. Yep. But uh, they did have pies, good pies yep. and sausage rolls. Yeah. They reckon they can't take Pies and sausage rolls, and you only have to pay as you play. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow, mate. 20 bucks a week. That's yeah. a game changer. That's right. Yeah, so, I mean, they, they, the they've come out pretty hot, Paul. That's why I employed a manager. Uh, <laughs> that's why Mitch has taken over negotiations. Why, yeah, that's right. I can see why it's going to be a tough gig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and, yeah, so, so my idea for to try and try and keep Lethal down at Tigers, obviously, you know, I, I want him playing alongside me as much as I can. So I was thinking if sure. we could uh, – Organise something that that would that would get him on board, and I mean, if you've if you've been keeping up with the trial games recently, we've had a, had a few down at Fred. What's what's currently Fred Kratzman Oval? Lethal yes. uh, peeled off 120 or something ridiculous on in the first trial game. Uh, then the yep. next week, I hit 100 not out, and then 50 on the weekend. And uh, it was actually Brad Wigney's idea. Oh, Wiggers, the, the right. first grade coach, suggested yep. that we should rename the oval to the Drennan Reserve on the back of the back the of Drennan that run of, run of form. I was wondering <laughs> back on if, the back on the hundreds in the trial game. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly right. So I was wondering. I thought that that might get him over the line. Do you reckon we could pull that off, or, or either the Drennan Reserve or the We Got the Chocolates Oval? I think that would do the job. Is that something we could organise? I don't think that's possible at all, mate. No, yeah, okay. No. Um, <laughs> I thought that might be the case. Paul, this is a negotiation. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's, there's actually no negotiation, boys, unfortunately. Um, the wee chocolate's oval. We've got the chocolate's oval. I like that. It's, it's, um, it's got a ring to it, doesn't it? Nice yeah, it's got a ring to it. I, mean, look, I think probably the best thing we can do is maybe offer some some uh, sponsorship or field signage around the around the grounds to advertise you boys. Oh. Um, but renaming the oval is definitely a no-go. Yeah. Right. Okay. I did. Okay. Yeah. I did. I thought. How it would long be has it been, go. Fred Kratzman Oval? Just out of interest. Mate, I, I think it's been Fred Kratzman since the the inception of Redlands Tigers, mate. Twenty five years. Right. Yeah, so right. cover the trial game hundreds for <laughs> cut the mustard there. Unfortunately. Yeah, the trial games, mate. They don't even go to my cricket. It's <laughs> <laughs> not even any proof. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> okay. So 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 signage counter offer signage for we got the chocolate. Best we can do, guys. Well, while we're on the topic, I mean, I've got an idea that you know, maybe we could get. The help of Alchemy Australia 
products and uh, instead of bringing out water in our water tubs for the drinks break possibly get the Alchemy Australia classic cordials or smoothies or Ooh, probably probably not like the, probably not the coffee syrups or the or the chais but uh, well, maybe maybe that, maybe that or, the, or the elixirs and that might really get the players going or maybe of course not for the away teams only the home teams <laughs> playing <laughs> that's that's home okay. Home okay. after your own yeah, yeah. we need the advantage um, I actually like that it's a great idea okay so Paul's okay. is more interested in that one naming rights off the table yep. uh, Paul yep. we, we, we're going to put you on mute for a second I think me Definitely. and my, myself and my manager just need to uh, and you obviously have the third party yeah. <laughs> we just need to have a quick discussion <laughs> yeah how to consider sure. the signage uh, so yeah. Paul we said quick signage signage two, two signs yes. would you say you know, we're talking 300 bucks here, guys. Yeah. So yeah. I wouldn't be going any more than two, yeah? Yeah, two yeah, signs. Okay. Okay. All, right. okay. all right, all right. We'll be right back with you. I mean, we'll, yeah, all good. Okay. All right. What do you reckon? Well, surely I'm worth more than two signs. What do you mean? Well, I, think I got 100 in the trial game. 120 not out against a full-strength Redlands Inter Club <laughs> team. A Redlands Tigers team. <laughs> Redlands Tigers team. Yeah, but like, except, I don't know. Skin they want to keep me, don't they? Bracken Ridge think- is knocking. Think about the podcast, you know, we're getting plenty of advertisement yeah, exactly. there, you know, people driving past yeah, busy road. road. Busy road. I was thinking about this from a very individual point of view prior to actually thinking about the podcast. Yeah, true. Yeah, well, yeah. It's not all about well, you, is it? I mean, well, shouldn't we go for like five signs? Five signs. I think we're pushing it a bit. I average at least 23 signs. in first grade. Yeah, well, I and mean, I don't think that's worth more than 300 bucks. I think we're taking it, Lethal. I'm sorry to overrule you here, but... <laughs> okay. But we're, we're good to go. Oh, we're taking it. All yeah. right, let's get back on the <laughs> Okay. Uh, Paul, are you there? Yeah, mate. Paul, Okay. Uh, Mitch has got some news for you. Yeah, we, we've had a quick meeting, mate. I know we, we came out hard early trying to rename the whole oval, but I think you've convinced us. Two, two signs will do the job. <laughs> two signs? Yep. Two signs. And we've, the, we've seriously backed And the alchemy cordials. And yeah. the alchemy cordials. And getting yeah. alchemy on board. Done. I mean, we, we came out of the barrel pretty strong there, and we've been uh, talked down substantially. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, as you know, Lee, the, the club will always do what's in the best interest of yourself, mate. <laughs> yeah, Good a great negotiation. We're happy to take the signage, mate. Uh, that's magnificent efforts. Thank you very much for your time this evening. All good. Thanks, guys. Cheers, Thanks, mate. Paul. There you go, boys. I got us another piece of signage. Yeah, well done. Wait, am I getting the credit for that? Or are you just going to no, give I it think... up? Like <laughs> yeah, actually, I think I did most of the work. Yeah. Hey, I know. If, if I'm looking for another manager in the future, I know who I'm going to. You yeah, know? yeah <laughs> was strong there. I mean, Mitch we got literally 3% of what we asked for. <laughs> Drives a hard bargain, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty good, that. Okay, what's up next, Dick? Uh, I reckon we've got another sporting hero of the week. Sporting uh, at least we need to mention that last week's Sporting Hero of the Week scored 100 again. Lockie Pfeffer got 100 yeah. against us. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately yeah. for him, it was in a losing team. We were able to win. Mm. Uh, mm. But And he also scored 100 in our trial game this week in the Bulls' yeah. um, intra-squad trial game. He is yeah, on fire at the moment. He's definitely locked himself in for Sporting Hero of the Week for potentially the next six months. Oh, <laughs> just incredible. Um, he's the Don. Yeah, yeah, at the moment he certainly is. But oh, can I just say, I'm very glad that you guys got over the line because I think in our little chat to him last week, somewhere along the lines, I said, oh, there's no way he's going to hit two double hundreds in a row. And about halfway through that sentence, just got a very tight pucker, realising that he probably could yeah. if he really wanted to. <laughs> he looked at one stage yeah. like he was going to. I'll tell you, with this audio that you're mentioning, has this was the first ever self-nomination we've received for an, a local sporting hero really? of the week. Yeah, let me play it for you. Yeah, g'day boys. It's uh, the illustrious number 23 from the Alex Hills Bombers here. 
Um, just calling uh, in regards to being just a little bit um, stiff about not receiving the Sporting Hero of the Week. Uh, heard that, yeah, obviously the 200 is uh, massive, but um, I thought kicking uh, five snags in the uh, QFA Div 2 North um, final against the uh, the Kedri Lions would have been worth something. A um, couple of them from the boundary too. Um, fair to say uh, the opposition weren't too happy and, um, yeah, 23, let them know about it. Uh, yeah, just thought you put it into consideration. Um, hopefully when I kick five this weekend. Thanks, boys. Has I know you're wondering, what would your next question be? Well, I mean, I we've we've given out a sporting hero of the week for a ten goals a, a performance in the past, mm. and we don't just give it out for hundreds; it has to be a double hundred. That's right. So, uh, and you know. he did say he would kick five this week, which would have made yeah. ten. We probably would have considered oh, yeah. it. I checked the scorecard. He kicked one. <laughs> what, and like four behinds or something? <laughs> it was very confident there, was it? Actually, but they lost. They got knocked out. So uh, that's disappointing. Uh, but I do like the self-nomination. I'm all about <laughs> self-nomination. There should be more of that. Yeah, the only good it is it do- doesn't shock me, the confidence. It, yes, the I wonder number. if any of them were off the left foot because that was it was the classic story of mm, he <laughs> kicking was, yeah. one from the 50 off his left foot and celebrating with, what foot is it? That's right. If you haven't listened to the podcast much in the past, that's a long way back actually, yeah, but that, that, was, that was friend of the show. We're not officially friend of the show. I've got to be careful saying that now until we get to Officeworks. Uh, but yes, Dion King has been on an episode before giving us a draft wrap. What foot is he? was one of the great stories. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, all right, guys, as you're listening in your cars, this may shock you to know, but there are actually other podcasts out there in the world. That's, yeah, news yeah. to me. <laughs> but um, but we've actually we've stumbled across one uh, because he is a life member of our magnificent cricket club, the Redlands Tigers, a great man. His name is indeed Evan Bancroft. He's a professional MC and ex-Tigers player. Probably fits our sort of persona a little bit, Mitch, particularly you and I, and what we stand for on this particular podcast is the podcast for the non-professionals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll get a couple of stories from him in a second. Uh, he's a professional MC, as we talked about, sort of hosts luncheons and things like that, and also has his own podcast called Just Having a Crack. Uh, Evan, have we got you there, mate? Banger, are you here? Hey, we, we have. We have, Lethal. How are you, mate? Yeah, um, very well, thank two- you. 
great to talk to you, lads. It's um, it's been a lot of fun listening to you, blokes, and what you're doing, and it's just from the start. And what are you blokes up to now? Like number fifty-seven or something? I think you're fe- you're featuring on fifty-nine, actually, Bang. Fifty-nine? How good is that? Yeah, I know. You got a bit of catching up to do on your podcast, mate. You're a few behind. Yeah, that's mate. Right. I, I reckon after you have me on, you mightn't get to sixty. You go, down to low level. Don't worry, mate. We've had that thread a few times, and we've always bounced back. We'll be all right. <laughs> hey, mate. It's, it's great to talk to you, blokes. I've had a big day today, actually. I've, I've um, I'm bloody hungry because I went into a restaurant this morning had some brekkie and had that big sign up practice social distancing oh, yeah. so I went so mate I went and sat in the middle of an oval all day just to practice and I tell you what mate <laughs> I am so hungry but, I, but, I, but it was pretty cool though I'm actually feeling good now for it <laughs> good start yeah, it, practice makes perfect as I say that's magnificent hey, hey Lisa don't throw me in your book either by the way mate you've played second 11 cricket and uh, you, mate, you, you're going alright mate so Sammy obviously he's just a superstar but, yeah, yeah. Uh, but and Mitch and Mitch and I are probably Mitch would have me covered, but we're probably in that level where we selectors just never picked us enough. I reckon, don't you reckon, Mitch? <laughs> yeah, mate, that's my complaint every week. <laughs> every week. But Banger, I mean, uh, I'm not sure how many premierships these guys have won with Redlands. I've I've got one with first grade, but you've won a few premierships down at Redlands, so you might have them covered there. Mate, I did. I, so all mine were at East, but mate, same thing. We're all the same now. Yeah, yeah. Um, the I won a third in the second grade as captain, which I wouldn't have won if I wasn't captain because I wouldn't have probably been in the team. But I still, <laughs> but I still won that. That mate, they were fantastic. And in eighty nine ninety, I I was in. I captain third grade the year before, and I went down and I I got a couple of wickets in the trial. And Greg Ritchie called me and he said, mate. Um, uh, what are you doing next Saturday? You're playing first grade, and I said, don't be a dickhead, mate. I, don't take the piss. So anyhow. I got chosen in first grade and, uh, mate, by some reason, we, we just – we had a magnificent side and I sort of made up the numbers. But, you know, those days, Steve Story, Mel Freeman, Peter Anderson, Greg Ritchie, Craig Jesberg, it was just – it was a ridiculously good cricket side. And, um, and Fat Cat had a lot of fun now telling everyone that I made the side because I was good in the rooms. <laughs> drank, a, drank a few beers and – but, mate, it was a good – it was a fantastic era, obviously, great, great sides and, uh, and we uh, – yeah, good fun. That's, well, that's Mitch- obviously where Mitch needs to improve. Uh, sorry, Hazel. I was going to say the exact same thing. Offers donuts in the room so no one's picked him. Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, mate, take your time, Mitch. I'll tell you what, there's probably a few blokes that were quite happy for me to walk out of the rooms too. So <laughs> it was all. I don't, there was only one one time in my career at East that I didn't stay for a beer. Um, we we're playing against um, Rowdy, we we're playing against Malcolm Frankie against Toomble, and Rowdy was batting at the other end. Mal Freeman, East legend, and he was about 94 not out. I was about 18, I was batting 11. We'd put on about 30 and nine down and we're about to win the game. And Rowdy said, mate, listen, get through this last ball of Frankie's and I'll get the winning, we'll get the winning runs next over and I'll get my 100. And he tossed this one up and the old crab pot of these, I'd have thought I'm just going to put him on top of that and win the game and just <laughs> knock it over. I, I, I lifted my head and got stumped by about three yards. Malcolm Frankie said, you're shit, mate, Groff. What are you doing in first grade? You're shit. And um, I walked off, I got my gear. I put on my pads and stuff in there, which were borrowed anyhow, but I put them in my bag and I got up and I, no one of the other boys were talking to me and I put the gear in the car waiting for them to say, hey, bang, and come back and have a beer. Nah, no one said anything. I drove home. And that was, <laughs> mate, I was, I was shattered. It was awful. But yeah, that was life. We ended up winning the premiership, so it was all good. Yeah, that's right. Now, mate, um, from those premiership years, what are what are the couple of cricket stories? I guess that probably stand out. We love talking about grade cricket. We love talking about uh, the the non professional world, I guess. But but obviously, you got the pleasure of playing with a lot of good cricketers who probably were professionals, like we do when we play with Haz. Uh, some of some. Of the, what are some of the great stories? Oh, maybe you got a million. 
you've got a million there, haven't you? Has and Jimmy and Malenko yeah, and Manus. It's all bloody, it's great. But, yeah. um, mate, just playing at East, in those days, one of the funny stories I do love telling is that a guy called Jack Rowan one day was bowling to a guy called Kent Officer at Bottomley. And um, he hit this six that went over the old road and it bounced and it ran down this side street. And Johnny Salter, legend of East, was chasing the ball down there in his cricket spikes. And he got down to the bottom of the street and then hit the side of the street and then started rolling to, into another street. You know, and it, um, so by this stage, it's about 100 yards from East. <laughs> and, he's, and there's an old fella mowing his lawn and Johnny's picking the ball up in his whites and the old bloke goes, hey, mate, is there a cricket ground around here? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Johnny's come back. He took – he got – no, Uber's got a taxi back to the ground. And, uh, oh, mate. The, the, other, the other great one was um, – was Brian Dobinson, mate. He um, was bowling at South one day, and, and Glenn Trimble, who used to hit the ball out of sight, hit him. You know where South is now, the ground at South. He yeah, put yeah. it over. He put it over over the clubhouse onto the car park and bounced down the road. And in a first grade game, and Dobbo's bowl, it was pretty quick. Dobbo in his day, and the umpire went, "That's a six, and that's a very big six. <laughs> <laughs> and Dobbo's turned around and give the umpire a gobful and said, "What? What? Don't commentate, mate. Just umpire. Who do you think you are, <laughs> mate? Mate, they were they were just they were really good days, mate. I mean, it was just um, a lot of fun. But yeah, mate, the the, the second grade fi- grand final we won in the last ball, which was pretty cool. That's and right. uh, but mate, we won a few down there. The, we had first grade one in seventy nine eighty, as and then we won eighty nine ninety. Then you guys, Sammy, you guys won it. In what, 16? 16? 15, 16. I think 15, 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. 16. Yeah, which was just a, it was, mate, for, it was so actually really emotional for the boys, mate, when you guys won that. It was sensational. We were all down having a few beers, obviously, and, uh, it was incredible. Hopefully this year, mate, your legs are looking good too. Yeah, it's been far too long, but uh, we, uh, we've got, got a few wins on the board in the one-day comp, so it'd be good to win the one-day comp, but of course the pinnacles, the two days. Uh, but, mate, You've, uh, you know, you, you did really well. You were playing first grade, very close to that sort of professional level or, you know, playing for Queensland maybe. What what was the reason why you couldn't quite make it to that next level? What Mate, were you I, lacking? I had, a, I had an in-swinger that was – a late in-swinger that was test, test class and um, <laughs> it, it was it was just it, – it came it, – originally it came from the hand in fourth grade and I thought that was cool as you came up the grade. So coming from the hand when it swings is not good. <laughs> That's when they, they tend to sort it out. And I never had an Audi. I always say to people, if I had an Audi, I'd probably play a hundred tests. But, um, <laughs> but I, ha- I only had I only had the any. And in that one year in first grade, I I got pretty fit. I concentrated really hard, and I actually got quite a few Shield players out. And I because I know every wicket I got, I can name them. You know, like Healy, Trimble, oh, Peter Cantrell. I name them all. And whenever I see them, I tell them. But um, <laughs> but it was um, mate. I just. That first year, I'd get two for ten fat cat and say, have a spell. I'd say, why? He says, because I know the next over will be shit house. <laughs> um, but I did my job. I think I got I got about 12 or 13 wickets at 16 or 17 in that year. And then the following year, it's you know, you know, it's like in first grade, they started the workout. Banger can sort of bowl a line. He can he's, he can do that. He bowls in swingers, but he doesn't swing it out. So they, they worked me out and I um, I got on the slippery slide and went back down the grades. But, mate, it was a lot of fun to be there for that one year and win a flag. Mm. Hey, if I could just uh, head you in a different direction here, with you know, I'd love to reminisce with you multiple times <laughs> about your, uh, your your playing days. But moving past your playing days and into sort of what you do now uh, as a professional MC, and so you, you talk about these sporting luncheons that you get to attend, and you organise a lot of uh, unbelievable guests, obviously to speak to and to question. Uh, who are some of the best guests that you've got to work with, mate? Some people that we should try and get on the podcast. You reckon some, <laughs> of, your, some of your best, and, uh, and and any stories of of sort of times where you've gone, geez, that didn't go so well. 
Mate, it was actually funny. The first when I first got into emceeing, I used to do the dunce of the week down at Bottomley Park at East. That was my go to if we ever did the stupidest thing, you could bring it back down there. Actually, be a lot of fun. You'd do really well with that lethal. Let's uh, <laughs> start. So the stupid, the stu- no, no, you could you could host it. The stupidest thing that was done during the week, we'd get them all down there. So I started doing that. Did a couple of my, actually, my first big MC gig was a mate's wedding, and mate, I was just absolutely terrible. I thought my first joke was. Um, about the Queen and toasting the Queen, and I said, oh, she couldn't make it today because someone kicked one of the corgis in the guts. And, um, and mate, there was no, there's no one laughed. As you are, you blokes aren't laughing because it wasn't funny. And I went, geez, I'm going to have to really work on this. But, um, but mate, over the years, mate, some of the, some of the big ones, like the ones, the day I, at the Gabba when I, at the Cricketers Club, I interviewed and the same lunch, Jeff Thompson, Greg Chappell, and Kim Hughes, my three heroes. Mm-hmm. And mate, it was just that was huge. And I've been doing it for a while, but just to have those blokes on stage was incredible. And mate, Kim Hughes, mate, unbelievable speaker. Really? Unbelievable speaker. Incredible. You wouldn't expect it. No. But um, mate gets up there and yeah, mate, he was he was really funny. Actually, far, I will tell you a quick funny story about Kim Hughes. He, okay, he he arrived here for a function the day before, which I did with him. And I told my wife, I said to Joe when I was driving up, I never met Kim Hughes. I went, my hero, she said, you know, how good is this going to be? I'm going to pick my hero up and drive up to Sunny Coast with him. So I've driven up, got up there, did the lunch. Kim went out with a few mates in Brisbane and had quite a few glasses of wine, had a few drinks, and he went to the wrong motel. He rang me about midnight, and he'd never met, obviously we'd just met the day before, and I get this call from Kim Hughes and I won't go in it too much, but he was he, he was pretty, you know, where am I? Where am I? What have you done to me? I said, mate, I've actually done nothing to you. You're the one that went out. <laughs> and so I got him a ta- Sammy, I got him a taxi, rang a taxi, said that they said, you got to pick up a guy called Kim Hughes. I said, he's actually, I didn't want to say that he was drunk because they wouldn't turn up. So I said, Kim's got a few issues. Yeah. <laughs> um, please pick him up. And they finally picked him up and got him home. We had a big lunch the next day. And I went back to bed and my wife goes, how's your hero going? But saying that, mate, he's just, he's unbelievable. He, he's powerful, speaks really well. Greg Chappell, Tom is a legend, as you know. You guys would have seen him a few yeah, times. Yeah, um, footballers, blokes like Dougie Hawkins, mate, they're, they're some of the best other guys. I mean, I mean our old East captain, mate, Greg Ritchie, he's just, you know, he is probably yeah. the best, one of the best. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mate, it's just a. Mate, most of them are really good. I give it the ones that don't mind telling a story and and sort of one that pushes the, the boundary a little bit. That you know, if there was someone some press in the room, it might be it might be taken into another level. Mm. Um, you know, blokes like Trevor Gilmeister and um, at Kevy Walters, Alistair. Mate, they're all. Mate, they're just. They're, they're, most of them are really good. A lot of them do it professionally. They get up and speak. And um, but no, but I'm loving it. It's enjoyable. It's obviously been really quiet with COVID. Yeah, yeah, but that's why the that's why the podcast basically started. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to ask you about that because obviously, I mean, that's a fair portfolio in itself that you've just rattled off there. But you've you've also started your own sort of little podcast. I thought we'd give you the chance to to plug that a little bit. Can you tell us a bit about that, Matt? Yeah, thanks, Mitch Blakey, my mate who who started it all. Just having a crack, rang me, and and I actually met Blakey through a. He'd had a couple of mental health issues and he'd struggled a bit. And I saw something on Facebook and I rang him. And I think you, you know, when you listen to mine on there, you know, I lost, I lost a brother who actually played for East as well. Andy had played for Wellington Point, scored a hundred, and you guys, a lot of you guys, were at Andy's nets when we, when we, when we launched That's it down right. there, the little cricket net down the road. Yeah. And um, you know, he said, "Mate, we'd love to get you on, and tell your story, how you, how you changed careers, banger." And and when I was there talking to him, we. Um, Basically, he said to me, "Listen, wouldn't you, you know, would you like to stay on and do a few things?" And I thought, "Shit, I haven't got any of this gear." Um, and Blakey's got a lot of the gear. Blakey's and and he's a, and he's a ripping bloke. And um, we thought, "Well, just let's have a crack at you know, getting a few few more people on." And 
And but it's been a lot of fun. It's been really cool. I mean, we're, as I said, we're very slow at it. I like the bit where you can edit in this podcast. So you can, you know, take out all the all the the, the, the stuff ups. Uh, not that you guys, not that you guys have to edit, but we nah, do. Nah, never, <laughs> no, never, never made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> but um, t- I tell you, we had on last week. It won't hasn't gone up yet. But Perry Cross, who's the um, he's a quadriplegic who who became a C two quadriplegic and lives off a ventilator. He's raised about twenty odd million dollars for spinal research, wow. and made his story. You know, I'll talk to you, Blake. You know, at, at some stage off off air because I think we could do something for him. It's yeah. just a um, he's an absolute ripper. But so we're not just hearing sports people. We're trying to yeah, push it into in, into other worlds. You know, guy. That's Spud Murphy on. I mean, look at Spud. Yeah, I mean, his story. Guy. That was what yeah. a guy was there. Yeah, I mean, that was just fantastic to have. So we're going to eventually just move into some others, and you know, we'll get love to get one of you, Blake's on at some stage too. We'll have a chat about your lives. Yeah, and, man. Uh, but when Sam when Sam plays his thirtieth Test match, we'll sort him out. Yeah, and, um, that'll be good. He <laughs> probably quit our podcast by then. <laughs> sure. It's all good. But yeah, no, it's been good. It's been good fun, guys. No, that's awesome, mate. Well, um, we've got uh, one game that we wanted to uh, finish with. Now, you actually are the uh, the pilot for this game. We've never used it before, but people often ask us uh, where the name "We Got the Chocolates" came from, mate. And uh, and basically, it was just a an idiom, I guess. It was a, a definition that we used to say uh, around cricket when people would ask how'd you go and we go yeah we got the chocolates as in as in we won banger you're familiar with that one yeah, uh, so we've got the chocolates. You'll say that, and I say what? We won. No, nah, don't worry, don't worry. That's it. I, we, we've had a real communication <laughs> breakdown there. That's okay. I was just explaining that our, our essentially our show name came from an idiom. We're giving you the idiom challenge here, uh, Bam. Okay, yeah, yep. Uh, so no, I, I didn't go real well at school, but we'll work it out. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see how many you know, man. So obviously you didn't. Our first one didn't go very well, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Banger, if someone was to say to you to play devil's advocate, what do they mean by that? Play devil's advocate. Um, they'd be saying to me that I um, might just sort of sit. Can you just sit on the side and just make don't make a decision? Uh, don't take it. Take, don't take teams. Don't double team, mate. Yeah, I don't reckon we can give him the. I don't reckon we can give him the right answer there. No. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't go real well at school, did you? No, I actually left. I actually went a quick story. I went to Churchy. <laughs> I went to Churchy till the end of grade eleven. And then I, I, I actually finished grade 12 at Wyndham North High. Right. And uh, the headmaster, headmaster at church, he said to Dad, um, he said, yeah, yeah, Evan's not doing a lot of study here. He said, I think he should go to – he shouldn't stay here long. And Dad said, what did you tell me when he was in SM grade 8? Hey, try me, try me again. Go something a bit but, easier. That well, was like a great thing. The problem is that that one was um, – yeah, that was meant to be like, you know, Devin's advocate is seeing probably like the, the negative or seeing the downfall. That was meant to be an easy one. There's meant to be two easy ones <laughs> and a hard one. And you've got one of the easy ones wrong. Uh, the second one was he's not playing with a full deck. Yeah, mate, but a little bit not what I just did before was not Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Yeah, you've got that one. There we go. Perfect. Uh, and then, mate, the last one is uh, this is an idiom from around the world, which is uh, quite interesting, I thought. Um, and that one is to feed the donkey sponge cake. What would that oh, mean, well, Banger? Well, Have a guess. Mate, don don- donkeys like eating. Um, they, they probably like, like eating sponge cake, so I think it's just, I don't know. Really <laughs> you just explained a sentence to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rather mate, that's a, wait, Where did that one come from? That's where from, did you find that that's one? Portuguese, that one, and it means to give really good treatment to someone who doesn't need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that, oh, and no, I do no, need no. it. Yeah. Mate, I'm, I'm going to come out of this and <laughs> going to go and get some cake, I think. <laughs> to feed, to feed the donkey the sponge cake. So make sure you get that in uh, your next gig, mate, your next MC gig, and throw an out idiom. 
Mate, I will throw that one out there. Is that, is that, is that only the three? That's three, yeah, three. You've got well one done. from three, so <laughs> we don't want to give you any more. That could reflect I actually really thought the, fir- the first answer was, was right. That's how bad I'm going. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought you were going to get it right, let me tell you. No, I didn't want to get it right. I knew the answer. I didn't want to get it right. Uh, no, easy, you know? yeah, I appreciate that, mate. Thanks for playing along. That's outstanding. It was no, thanks. Thanks, Lisa. successful. Evan, we've enjoyed your company a great deal, mate. And uh, if people want to listen more to Evan or Banger, as he's affectionately known on this podcast, then his podcast is titled Just Having a Crack. And we'll, we'll chuck a plug out for you guys too. I, Perfect, I'm really mate. proud of you blokes, what you're doing, and, and go, the, go the Tigers. Good luck this year, lads. Cheers, mate. Hey, thanks, boys. Talk soon. Hey, thanks for having me on. It's, no, a, it's a real privilege, boys. Thank you. Cheers, Cheers mate. Mate. Thanks, mate. See, see you, lads. Okay, guys, wonderful chat that, and we are winding up, uh, which leads us to our integral part of the show, which is known as the best on ground. Now, how's jumping quick here? Oh, it's got to be me, doesn't it? It has to be me. There's no other option. With a hard self-nomination. <laughs> it's a, a little bit reminiscent of our number 23, the last <laughs> local sporting hero of the week. That's, uh, that's the only option, really. I mean, I can promise next week I'm going to be even better, so, you know, that's... that's <laughs> uh, good point. Okay, yeah. well, no, no well, I will be honest and say, I think this week's episode, nearly has to be named the Lee Drennan episode because I think uh, mm. no one else got a word in other than news this week. Yeah, um, no, that was the Lee Drennan special. It was, sure. uh, it was quite dominated by by yourself, so uh, so I might I might even put a sneaky vote down for you. Really? Oh, well, I'm not jumping on board. <laughs> no, you want yourself nominated as manager, don't you? Oh, I would love myself nominated as manager. but no, a hard bargain. I, I think I can accept that I've not done the best job there. I've taken it from changing the the name of the entire ground to getting a couple of signs so I'm maybe not the best manager but surely it's got to go to one of our guests I felt like the whole episode was was listening to people who were much better at speaking than we were yeah, that's true we had a professional MC on yeah <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably hard pressed not to give it to him he, yeah. he was the funniest guy one of the funniest people we've ever spoken to but yeah, um, so. yeah funniest yeah. guy on the episode tonight I think so yeah um, right so should we let him know yeah I think, I think so yeah right I mean probably call him back yeah. please not him yeah. Hey, buddy. Banger, how are you, mate? We just, hey, good, uh, mate, good. We just wanted to let you know that we've just come to the end of our podcast episode and we've been voting for Best on Ground and you have won it. Oh, oh, how good's that? <laughs> first, oh, no. oh, no. It's my first ep- First ever best on ground. How good's that? Yeah, that's <laughs> right, man. I know I know you won those premierships, but I'll tell you what, this will go right up there next to those, I would have thought, in the trophy cabinet. Mate, it will, mate. It's better than a late in-swinger. <laughs> 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 yeah, good's that? No, perfect, mate. Well, we appreciate your time. Has has whinged about how we got no words in, so do you want to take us out, Has? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, thanks, Bangers. Appreciate that. Uh, well done on your best on ground. Uh, thanks, Has. Uh, great to see, mate. I'll tell you what, you... um. You, you have a good year, mate, and sort them out. Imagine if you batted right hand, how good you'd be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll speak to you again soon, bugger. Thanks. Mate. See you, boys. Thanks, mate. Thank See you, guys. Bye. See you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's the cheekiest dig ever. That's so good. He obviously hates lefties. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Or was he outswinging to the lefties? Yeah, so that's, that's even, right. Even tougher right. That's why he doesn't like it. Good point. And that's all we've got time for, guys. Episode 59, we are wrapping up here. Uh, but if you do want to contribute to the show, as multiple guests did tonight, then all you have to do is contact us. Where, Skinnel? Uh, at the website we got the chocolates.com.au or our email address or any other sort of social media yeah, platforms. Yeah, socials as well. Yeah. Outstanding. Uh, the Instagram, Facebook, TikTok are the big ones at the moment. Get around us there. Uh, me and Haz are wearing some We Got The Chocolates merchandise, which you're more than welcome to look at as well on the same website. Mm-hmm. Uh, but aside from that, guys, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back with you again next Thursday morning. 
Good luck in the future. Thanks, everyone. Cheers, bye. Stop. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.